So friends, here I am back, your brand new friend in the house, Rochelle Potkar. Today I was wondering what to share with you. These are supposedly days of joy. We are at the end of the year 2021. For many of us, it might have been challenging in so many ways, and yet we have stayed afloat. There's Christmas and New Year around the corner, and every New Year, we go around it full of anticipation and optimism. But with Omicron looming, thankfully not lethally, we can never be too sure of how normal is 2022 going to be. As we hope for the best, I realized, even in this cheery turn of year, end of year, we can be a bit gloomy, a bit reflective, contemplative. And that brings me to the notion that we don't have to perform happiness or joy. We can feel a mix of emotions, at times of festivity and as long as it is laced with hope we are fine so here i choose three poems on solitude and loneliness believing that at the crux and kernel all human beings are lonely we seek entertainment love companionship work or then sometimes our own selves and meaning meaning to fill in that loneliness and convert it perhaps to solitude. Now research showed that the orangutan can live for plenty of years in the forest, all alone, and not once wince or flinch at its loneliness. When they researched some more, they found that the key to its stability in loneliness came from a childhood of love and that its mother hugged it so tight around her bosom for years until it grew that that love as a foundation was enough. So here in this poem, the state of solitude is a celebration of a foundation of old love. The name of the poem is Solitary. Like light leaves after years, Iterating the static of spheres, the orangutan exhales warmth, monographing embrace into winter's foliage as time loses scope. Young as a blank square, nurtured for years at its mother's teeth, beat emerging from dark art, growing from snugness luxurious as a shaft. It goes deep into the forest, light into cave, to live alone for a thousand years. No ruffle or safety of spring meets its spirit, yet as strong as an inflorescent flame it cinders, while winter speaks in autumn's barbed tongue. This was the first poem. And coming out of the jungle into the wilderness of human relationships, this second poem is called Pivot. Only if you had enough solitude would you know that the silver lining of it is loneliness. I'm trying to find balance as the end of days percolate into large empty boxes of weekends 
that need filling. I move in reverse to the world, sitting at its edge, watching it. As it returns to find solace, the same home has bitten me to dust. I'm always moving against the peak hour of bonfires of conversations, of chemistries mental and physical, the world becoming smaller and smaller, even if I leave all my doors open. Someone said, Taste is a result of thousand distastes. But did you know how frugal got the existence? I have never asked anyone for anything, but sometimes from the conceptual towards the emotional, my braids unspool into strands, fabric into shreds, equanimity into shreds and treads. I turn into a wreck, becoming a blotch on the canvas of a moment, unsteady as a rope bridge about to spill her crimson. I remember everyone has to learn balance, the toddler in his walk, the child to ride without support wheels, the girl without her float diving into the deep. We learn buoyancy. Loneliness teaches you the wobble of the long walk that bruises are invisible and unspoken of. More than the jammed nose, the scraped knee, the underwater gasp growing longer in the stride with time. So sometimes, just sometimes, call upon me as I spin loneliness back into solitude in this grown-up's play even if i can answer you only once in a way shall i choose to balancing very finely what is between you and me the self and the world and here we have the third and last poem for the day which takes us right up to hope and love. It starts in a quiet corner on the parapet of Marine Drive. You know where we sit at Nariman Point? Like countless others gazing out into the grey, windy sea of Bombay, now Mumbai. And when it's dusk, the time for lights in all the homes to come on. When sunlight is fading, there is this beautiful moment when both lights intersect, the last rays of twilight and the awakening of street and house lights. I would think of these moments with rustic pleasure as a beast, say a jaguar, opening up its eyes in the dark, nicknaming it the jaguar moments. And then no matter which city I went to live in the world, I always waited for that jaguar moment every evening. And so this poem called Jaguar Lights. You and me sitting a space apart, resting our chins watching, golden moments bashing against stone, some flotsam and a boat coming home. 
So many thoughts float into the sea. So many voices get muffled. While your eyes watch a lonesome bird fly across a pyramid in the orange sky, a swollen, jaundiced sun gets swallowed in one slow gull. As I breathe into your scent and salt. Was it at that time that you were talking about the physics of filmmaking or something? Eyes like those of a hundred jaguars open up, guiding wheels going home in the dark. Fresh, young, with a promise of naked love, my arm surrounds your body and rests on its soft walking roundness. An invisible moon takes over as a crab laps up the laughter in the rocks. I listen to your oblivious banter. Jaguar lights. So friends, I bid adieu and wish you a wonderful Xmas season's cheer and turn of the year 2022. We hope Omicron is smashed and we return to a new normal soon. I will choose to share more of my stories in the next year as I get more comfortable with this new medium of voice and sound and visual. My book of short stories, Bombay Hangovers, is out on Amazon. It was a pandemic baby, so to speak, but has been receiving rave reviews. If you enjoy reading short stories of ordinary people with extraordinary lives, head to the link in the information section or just Google it up on Amazon, Bombay Hangovers. See you around the whole of next year on my veranda, Rochelle's veranda. Bye-bye.